0: Tuned into Wiki Good News, a podcast where we discuss things that affect us socially, politically, and economically. This is Brianna. I'm going to be your host for this evening, and today we get another one of our segments known as "That Ain't Right." And on today's doc for the topics, um, we're going to discuss getting a little bumping, grinding <laughs> with a local high school um, whose principal. Was just all about Mm-mm, shutting down the dances. Um, I personally think that that is Sad. not right. Wait, um, well, opinions so come later. I'm, I'm you're introducing. I'm introducing.
1: Mm, you're salting.
0: I'm not salting. <laughs> <You're> salting. Okay, <laughs> so that's topic number one, Gorham High School. Um, topic number two, um, Emma Watson, a talented young actress, famous for Harry Potter, Hermione. Um, she has expressed viewpoints that she believes she has felt sexism in Hollywood. Um, and Brandon has some thoughts on that, for sure. And lastly, or perhaps not last, we'll see how things go. We might roll out a couple more issues as well. A woman fulfills her lifelong wish of becoming blind. Um, yep that's right you, yeah, that's what I said um, and Brad's gonna kind of point out how he doesn't feel like this ain't right and I don't think anybody in the universe would feel as though that this is right in any manner
2: <laughs> we'll, uh, find uh, out. we'll find out
0: we'll find out and as always if you wish feel free to comment on any of our topics shoot us an email let us know how we're doing share us your thoughts ask us any questions suggest some topics for us um, you can find us on Facebook, Wicked Good News. You can find us at wickedgoodnews.com. And you can listen to us on iTunes, Stitcher. Yes. And what else?
2: Um, we can mail you a cassette tape <laughs> if you want. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, real to real. Oh, real to real. RTR. <laughs> yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll
0: write it down by hand. Snail <laughs> <laughs> so mail it to you. Yeah, perfect. That. A transcript. And 50 yeah. bucks. Fiddy box, brub. Fiddy. So, um, here we go. So, let's start off with the Gorm High School. I thought this was um, pretty interesting. So, this is a local school up in our state. It's a high school. Um, so, I'll just recap the article from CSH6. Um, Gorm High School principal alerted parents that the school will not offer any school dances this academic year, with the exception of prom. Record wrote in the letter that he believes the modern dance culture is too suggestive for them to condone. He posted on the school's website that while dances are eliminated, the school's administration will offer different kinds of social, safe, and appropriate events for students this year, which, by the way, is being proposed as a bonfire. So I'm just going to throw that out there. The pinnacle of safety. The pinnacle of safety. Um, The post cites homecoming dances a year ago, which students were reminded that grinding was not allowed. He says this led to a walkout of two-thirds of the students at the dance. Um, he believes that activities like bonfires would be more appropriate. I was listening to <clears throat> the morning show radio on Q97.9, And essentially, I guess, in the letter to the parents, he kind of called them out. Kind of like associating some of the blame to them. And so they were talking about it on air, saying like, hey, listen, don't blame us. We're not the spoon. We're not the gun. We're not... You know the musicians. We just were doing our jobs by playing the music, um, and kind of was talking to that a little bit. So before, you know, I've shared my thoughts on here. I want to get your guys' thoughts on this. Do you think the principal was right in canceling dances in the future? Is modern culture of dance changing? So let's go with your general thoughts first.
1: Go ahead, Brandon. (laughs) I think. I think it doesn't go far enough. Um, (laughs) I think that, in my opinion, a school should be for learning. And that should be, I'm not even, I'm not even convinced that school should offer lunch. I think, I think kids should be there literally to learn and leave. The door should lock as soon as the kids go home and it does not open until they come back. Like, the way people want to make schools these days like a, con- a community center where they can just be there all the time, 100% of the time. Um, so when the kids are doing things that are completely inappropriate, like, you know, damn near having sex with each other while listening to the newest Nicki Minaj joint, uh, it's, it's, it's irritating because what, how do you get them to stop? You, you can't get them to stop because they're not going to listen to you. They don't care. You try to do everything you can, uh within your powers without like, you know, physically separating them. And they just they continue to do it. There's no way to there's no way to make a safe environment for kids to be in because they're just they're they're gonna ruin it every time because that's just the way kids are today. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay. Um I disagree with you. Brad
1: cool.
2: <laughs> I for the most part actually agree with Brandon. There is the schools don't have to have dances. If it is a privilege that can be taken away at any time, if they think that the behavior at these dances is suggestive, then I think it is entirely within their right to put a stop to it because it's not anyone's job to monitor what's going on outside of academia and athletics. Um, and I think we need to remember that high school dances are not nightclubs and we need mm-hmm. to not act like they are. Um, So, I I don't know. I remember 10 years ago in high school, we had the exact same issue. I can only imagine how much worse it's gotten in the meantime. Um, So, yeah, I can understand why people would be upset. But at the same time, you know, two-thirds of your, what was it, prom, you said, or homecoming walked out?
0: Two-thirds of their homecoming.
2: Well, that was a good use of your money for that ticket. If you couldn't handle not being able to bump and grind, then guess what? Go bump and grind somewhere else. It's not Mm -hmm. inside of a school building or a school function. So, that's what I think.
0: All right. Um, so let me ask you guys this: um, Do you think we should stop having like high school sports? Um,
2: bump and grind. Uh, I was not on the varsity bumping and grind team. Hold on.
0: Wait, no, wait, it's, 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 I'm going somewhere with this. Do you think? We okay. Should take away well, sports.
1: Okay. If 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 dances, if the kids are to follow the rules at dances, dances can stay there. What what are what are kids not doing it properly at sporting events?
0: It has nothing to do with that. Just it's a yes or no. Do you think we should cancel? Sports. No. No. Not, not okay. as it currently stands. <laughs> then, do you know what often high school dances are used f- to do? Dance? Uh, fundraisers. Right. Well, a lot of things like sports teams and things like that. Oh, so, so
2: I rescind my former statement high school dances are not strip clubs. <laughs> <laughs>
0: they. Well, true. But, so they're often used for fundraisers and things like that. So things that, you know, we don't want to amp up our taxes and things of that nature. Um, you know, I I, def- I agree with what you guys are saying in that regards. You know, it's it's not appropriate <clears throat> for it to say at all, to say the least at all. Um, but I don't think just flipping the switch is completely, you know, a means to kind of fix the problem. I feel like you're just kind of ignoring it, more or less. Um, well, all, I, take, I take
2: exception to that, but go on.
0: <laughs> first hold of on, all, now. there's, you know... There's way more important things that I think the high school should be worrying about. But nonetheless, um, I teach at a high school, right? I often get asked to chaperone these awkward dances. And our homecoming recently, in the last weekend, we, we, had, we had some of this. And in fact, there was a large circle forming. The kids were like circling and grinding and it was weird and awkward. And our way of solving this problem was... We got a couple um, of the chaperones, so myself and three of the other like male chaperones. Granted we were all like in our 30s, okay? And we um, just started to da- awkwardly dance um, with the kids. <laughs> that is and a- the kids stopped.
2: <laughs> that is ingenious, by the and way. And I think
0: that if we had, you know, more interaction between like staff and students at these things, then no one would go. No, nope (laughs) Then it depends on like your relationship with the students And things like that, the kids were cracking up We actually, one of them had like a dance off With like a group of kids And they kind of stopped and they had you know Better behavior with it and things like that We did lose, you know The principal broke up the circle of weirdness And we did I think like You know 15 20 kids did leave And we're like fine you can leave, that's your choice But for the most part the rest of the kids that were there had a good time We kept an eye on it um, so I think, like, it's, it's a matter of getting your community more involved. I know the principal was saying he had a hard time getting parents to chaperone and things like that, but make it fun, and half the time, I don't think these kids really understand, like, or know how to dance. So, if you have some, some, like, some, like, fun, like, fun goofy, most of the time, the kids are going to warm up.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, <clears throat> um... I can't think of a bigger boner kill than a group of teachers coming over to break up my bump and grind circle. <laughs> but, so effective, I hear that. Um, I, I To me, the point that anyone even needs to do that is just a problem enough.
1: <laughs> exa- that's exactly it. I totally agree. You can't, you can't manage it like all the way down to, you can't blame other schools and other teachers for not doing enough because they have tried. The, this. Pulling pulling the cord isn't like their first step at solving the issue. This issue's been ongoing. Like you said, it was a problem when you were in school. Yeah. So it's been ongoing ever since. So they've they've this is where they've reached because they have tried everything else. You can't just say that, oh, we solved it by dancing awkwardly, so that's gonna be the form for stop stopping grinding at all the schools is having every like teacher. it, oh, it, it that's is not good. What I'm
0: saying. I understand
1: I understand, but people have tried things I think that this is there is that ultimate level that is acceptable eventually. I don't think that the I don't think the principal just walked in and be like oh the kids are grinding all oh, school all dancers are done for the rest of the year, like I'm sure they've tried. There's been meetings.
0: I'm I'm sure they have as well. But what I'm saying is I I'm I would be curious to see what tactics they use because for the most part. Dance chaperones at dances just like stand and usually actually don't like interact with kids. They just like stand in the corner and group and talk.
2: Well, have it's you right. ever? I mean, I've never tried to break up an orgy. I guess I don't know the. Uh... It's not an
0: orgy. <laughs> oh my god, they're not. Yeah. Oh, okay. it's not. There's no such oh thing
2: god. as an innocent bump and grind. Is it very true? That's all um, I'm gonna. That's all I'm gonna um, say. This is, uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. I just think it's inappropriate and it's suggestive, and I'm not approved by any stretch. Like, I've I've gone to clubs as an adult. It's you know that is strikingly similar to what's happening in your high school gymnasium. There's just no alcohol to socially lubricate it. Right. Um, so, to me, I, I just don't. You know, if they want to organize their own thing to raise money for their. You know, football boosters, and you know, if that has happens to be a wet t shirt contest or free lap dances, oh my for, God.
0: you're <laughs> over exaggerating so far. You know,
2: I don't no. know. No, he's not. He's handling <laughs> it. Yes, he
0: is. Mm-mm. There's a clear difference between grinding and friggin' doing it.
1: Um, no, yeah, yeah about like a millimeter th- of fabric. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> nope. A thin nope. layer of jeans. That's <laughs> right. about it.
0: Well, I just think that they could have, maybe perhaps given some different parameters. What? Are and they then try it hurt? one more time. And then, yeah, if it's, if it's you know, they don't have as many, you know, kids going or the kids just go on and they're being, like, aggressively against this to try to make a point, then, yeah, that's one thing. Um, but I think they interviewed a couple kids I saw, I think, on WGME's news. And some of the kids were saying, you know, this isn't all of the student body that goes to these dances, so it's kind of unfair that we can't host anything. It's, it's that... That tactic where, you know, instead of people actually going to the people that have the problem and solving it, they just blanket statement everybody. And that's why, that's mainly why I disagree with it. Because I don't think it's all of the student population that's doing this. You know what I mean? Like, that, that was one instance where two-thirds of the kids decided to walk out. Um, you know, what if there's other, you know, kids that want to have, like, a smaller dance or a smaller function and they just want, you know, to go to have the atmosphere, listen to music and things like that. It's not fair to those kids.
2: Yeah. I don't know. I still don't think it's the school's responsibility to... to it's not. To, to, it, it is, a, like I said, it's a privilege. If you want to do it um, and trust that your student body will behave and abide by the rules, then that is completely your prerogative. But once they start getting out of line and disobeying rules you've already set in place, then guess what? It's You, you don't have to host that um, for people to dry hump for two and a half hours right. to shitty pop music. <laughs> like, <laughs> what
0: that, is shitty pop music? Yeah. That's for-
2: I mean and like would it be acceptable if there was a mosh pit (laughs) like you know no it's just inappropriate behavior and more moreover like so the two-thirds of people left you know that might have been a good relief to the one-third of people that was there but I mean that just makes it awkward even more because you know oh your friend left because he was you know bumping and grinding and that wasn't appropriate but you were hoping to hang out with him later you know it's just you know I, I don't know
0: yeah well, I don't think it's right, but obviously you, you think that the principal's right. I,
2: I do mean, think the principal's right. I think okay. if you want to have your own bump and grind function, do it on your own time. Yep. Whatever. <laughs> but, okay, well, whatever. That ain't right.
0: I the <laughs> That is announcer. right. <laughs> <laughs> on Gorm <Gourmite> High School <laughs> Dances. Um, you know, feel free to drop us a line. Tell us how you feel. <clears> um, maybe this will be another one of Maine's things that makes it into the national news. I doubt it, but... Um, you know, obviously there are some far more important things that we could talk about, like I don't know, graduation rates, dropout rates, drug abuse, you know, things of that nature, homelessness. But of course we're gonna focus on warm school ending, school high school dances and grinding because that's what the media likes to do. So um end of rant <laughs> moving on. Um so we got kind of like a, a weird thing going on with our that ain't rights this evening. We got High School Dances. And we got Emma Watson. Um, Emma Watson gives the numbers on sexism in Hollywood. So, Brandon, mm. you came across this. I did. And you're just like, I, I can't even. I can't even. Um, so, I'm going to read the article. give <coughs> some snippets from the article you sent and shared with us in our group. Yep. Actress and women's rights activist Emma Watson has spoken out about her experience with sexism sexism in Hollywood. And provided some startling hard numbers In the process In a recent interview with Guardian The United Nations woman goodwill ambassador Underscored what she saw as The disproportionate Representation of men and women In the film industry Using statistics from her own career I have experienced sexism In that I Have been directed by male directors 17 times And only twice by women
1: Of the producers I've worked
0: Thirteen have been male and only one has been a woman. Watson said she's lucky to have been treated equal to her male counterparts throughout her career, but only because she's fought for it.
1: Oh, okay. Okay. Instead of <laughs> okay,
0: no, <laughs> no. speaking up for themselves, they aren't treated equally. They're not. On the other hand, Watson said women are often guilty of discriminating against each other as well. Someone can be incredibly prejudiced how against how you
1: them. discriminate against someone that is of the same group as you. Well, can't.
0: let's see what Emma Watson has to say. She told the Guardian the gap between male and female leaders has become more apparent to her since joining the UN.
1: Oh, I'm sure it
0: out When a worked dinner recently, it was seven men and me. Contrary to proper belief, Watson did say some of the strongest feminists she's worked with are men, including Stephen Shabatsky, who directed her in Parts of Being a Wildflower. For fuck's sake. Watson isn't the first actress to shed light on this. Um... Back in May, the American Civil Liberties Union requested a state and federal investigation of Hollywood's sexist hiring practices. The request was armed with statistics that exposed the lack of women directors in film and television. The most recent Oscars, no woman was nominated for Best Director. So, that's Emma Watson. Brandon, go away.
1: Okay. Um, First, she's been discriminated. She's... She's experienced sexism in the fact that she's been directed by 17 male directors and only two women directors and 15 male producers and one female producer. Okay. 13. My bad. Um, Let's just say for a second that, okay, no, no, I'm not going to do hypotheticals. You had 17 people direct you, or 19 people direct you. 17 of them men, two of them. Maybe there just aren't that many women directors. Maybe there just aren't that many female producers. Maybe because they don't (laughs) want to, or they're not interested, or maybe they just suck. Who knows? It's I I can't even grasp. I can't, I understand the UN aspect. The UN just takes people and twists their mind around their own bullshit and then reproduces these like zombies that walk around the planet like thinking that everything is fucked up at all the time. They're finding the dumbest shit at it where nothing is. It doesn't make any sense. How how do you even think that that is sexism? You just didn't get the job. Not because you're a woman, because you just, I I mean, it's just ridiculous. Completely ridiculous.
0: Brad,
2: Uh, I agree. Um, (laughs) Brand and I are like on the same wavelength tonight. Mm -hmm. Um, I was thinking about this today. The only way for me, excuse me, to consider that this, (laughs) in her long, long career, Miss Emma Watson, Mm. um, uh, the only way for me to consider that as even remotely sexist is if we could prove that the 17 men who directed her were given those jobs over women. Exactly. That would be the only way that I could even look at that from a, you know, a, a discriminatory approach. Um uh if I was to give her the benefit of the doubt, I would maybe say that maybe she's bringing these numbers out to um empower younger women to, you know, cuz the point could be made, hey, if 17 men can do it, certainly 17 women can do it. So if you're having, you know, any sort of trepidations about getting into this field, you know, the market's out there, go for it. Uh, sexist? I don't think so. Uh, And the point I made when we were initially discussing this is nine nine times out of ten when I go to get my hair cut, it's a woman doing it. So I can't really wait for men to break through the glass ceiling and start (laughs) cutting hair because I just feel like, you know, our time has come.
0: Listen, um, well, first of all, you're both wrong because (laughs) you are the patriarchy and (laughs) Uh. for years and years and years you have you're just, you're, your existence holds me back. So, um, <laughs> Brad, can
1: you he mute her microphone? <laughs> There's
0: that. Um, which I don't believe a lick of what I just said. Um, my issue with this is I'm just going to read the quote again. I have experienced sexism in that I have been directed by male directors 17 times and only twice by women. That doesn't even make any sense. It like, doesn't... How, can, how do you experience sexism by being directed by only one? Yeah. Her statement doesn't, I don't know, it doesn't make her sound very intelligent with no, what she said. It's, it's not if sexist. You, it's not, that's not sexist. By having somebody in a partic- particular job field is not sexist. If the director was like, hey sweetie, you have a nice set of lips. <laughs> I'm gonna hire you for this job. That's sexism. If the director is like, I'm not gonna hire you because you have boobs, that's sexism. Okay? That is sexism. If it's the fact that This guy exists and he has this job. That is not sexism. So I don't understand why that's her example for that in any way, shape, or form. And that's not you experiencing sexism. I feel like, you know, and she makes her her stance about, you know, women pinning themselves against women. I'm sorry, but women just don't all need to hold hands and sing kumbaya and get along together just because we are women. It's just not going to happen. Because men do
1: that all the time. You know?
0: People are humans are humans and people disagree with one another, and nobody's gonna ever be on the same page 100%. Um, you know, I, I when it comes to this whole like, you know, I I'm, again, it's uh, there's so many so much shit that gets drummed up for freaking election costs, it's not even funny. Um, you know, and I think this is one of them. I do think there are some inequalities for sure between male and female and jobs and things of that nature, but when push comes to shove, we've passed several laws. Um, To try and make wage gaps and things of that nature, you know, equal and things of that nature, but not every job fulfills that, I get that, then those people need to be penalized. Don't try to blanket it across every industry. That there's, you know, vast inequalities between men and women in every single industry. It's not true. I'm sorry, it's just not. You can find statistics to back up all the bullshit that you want to say.
2: I will say... I'm glad you mentioned something about the wage gap because I feel like maybe her own language betrayed her a little bit. Cause I don't think she, what she experienced was sexism. I think what she witnessed may have been some gender gap, um, in that particular industry, which isn't indicative of any sort of, you know, discrimination in and of itself. Um, so like I said, if we, if you could prove that 17 people, 17 men got the job over 17 women, then absolutely Emma Watson, you are completely right. Um, you know, you've earned your menses for this month, but um, (laughs) other than that, yeah, I'm not really interested in what she has to say. It's kind of apples and oranges to me. That may have been the most offensive thing I've ever said about women. That was
1: um, (laughs) was offensive. I love you. All right. Um, Real quick, real quick. Uh, Sandra Bullock, in 2014, it was actually the top-grossing uh, woman ac- uh, actress for 51 million. The only person who made more money than her last year was Robert Downey Jr., but she was number two on the whole list. You know, I mean, it's not like it's not like there's a huge wage gap. People get paid. People act is no. I don't know. I just don't like it. It drives me nuts.
0: What I understand I mean. is people's like just kind of veering off on this whole wage thing. What I understand is people's fascination with having to have the same wages for everything if your movie is about a male wizard (laughs) that's that's the movie that's the person that wrote it that's their their character you're going to cast i don't know a male (laughs) why and if that male is a lead he's probably going to get more money than you Mm -hmm. i'm just saying just like if you're making the movies that your female is a lead she's probably going to get more money than the people that aren't the leads. Can
2: I play devil's advocate to that for a moment? Yes. Okay. So it could be argued that the writers of these movies are only uh, creating male leads because they know that's going to be the bigger draw and earn them more money at the box office, um, which is really the bottom line, is just what can make the most money for the studio and for the people involved. Um, so I think what you see as far as you know women in Hollywood not getting enough representation is more or less that there aren't being enough leading roles written for them, Um, I, I mean, I'm not really interested in movies and the Academy and stuff like that. So I don't really have anything to (coughs) specifically back that claim up. Um, but that's what I think, um, you hear for the general outcry about, you know, why women aren't represented well in Hollywood. So that's just my devil's advocate there. I mean, obviously if you have a, um, you know, (laughs) a male wizard, society
0: wants, if society wants more male-driven roles and male-driven movies, then, then that's what I would make what the people want.
2: But if you're not giving them a taste of something else, how do they know that they don't also want that?
0: So you're just supposed to just do things for the sake of doing them so that you can look politically correct in the public? Well,
2: not in the patriarchy at least, but when women get their day, I guess that's what we'll see more of. If they get <laughs> their day? Exactly.
1: Oh my
0: god. Oh, uh, let's move to the next
1: topic now. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
0: Whoa, oh. Um, I didn't think that you were hosting there.
2: <laughs> Actually, the job went to him over you, Brianna. I hate to tell you.
1: But <laughs> <laughs> Sorry.
0: Thanks. Appreciate it. Um,
1: I just took a job. Snap in your fingers management. in a
0: Z formation at I me mean, one more time, <laughs> bitch! Oh, you could sense um, the formation. Yeah, you can sense the formation. Um, nice. tying in with more women. I got binders full of women, just like Mitt Romney. <laughs> Um, <laughs> woman fulfills lifelong wish of becoming blind. I don't even know. Uh, <laughs> you found this on the again local news here. Um, I don't know if it happened. In, it didn't happen in local news, but we got there, our our
2: yeah.
0: station. So, Brian, you came across this. While most people would be devastated to lose their eyesight. Um, for one woman in North Carolina, sight was something she wished she never had. Uh, 30-year-old um, Jewel Shippering has b- body integrity identity disorder, a condition in which able-bodied people believe they are not meant to be disabled. Or, excuse me, they are meant to be disabled. Um, shipping says that as a child, she would stare at the sun for hours because her mother said if she did, she would go blind. According oh, yeah. to she has always felt better pretending that she was blind and even learned how to read braille at age 20. Her need to lose her sight became so strong that in 2006 she decided to blind herself by having a sympathetic psychologist pour a drain cleaner into her eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, she's now sharing her story to help raise awareness for B I I D and encourage people with the condition to seek professional help. Yeah. So... Uh. <laughs>
2: I'll just I'll just start by saying that when I read this article I rolled my eyes so hard I might have actually gone blind. Um but <coughs> okay. <laughs> I d- I really don't even know where to start. This is such a complex issue. Um we have body integrity identity disorder which evidently is a rare thing uh where people I guess genuinely feel that they've been born into a perfectly capable able body um but that doesn't match how they feel they could be living their best lives, which to me is kind of fucked up, but I don't it's want, I don't super. want to shame anybody. Um, <clears throat> I will say that the thing that made me say that ain't right. Cause she's her own person. She's got autonomy. She can do whatever the hell she pleases. If she wants to fulfill some sort of lifelong dream of hers. But the fact that a sympathetic psychologist yeah. would for a moment consider pouring drain cleaner into someone's eyes, and I don't know if you guys watched the video that accompanied this. Um, as I, I often not. find myself doing, I skip the video when I find <laughs> articles that enrage me like this. Uh, Cause I feel it just works me up even more. Mm. Um, the, I mean, uh, can it be, uh, I mean, it's gotta be against some sort of Hippocratic oath. Oh yeah. You know, um, but Do they, no harm exactly. And that's what I was thinking, you know, and, <laughs> They had said, oh, "Well, after a period of working together for two weeks, they both decided that this was the best course of action." Oh. Two weeks, two weeks for someone to decide, like I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go through with this. I feel good about this because this woman wants to be blind. So next session we have, I'm gonna drop some Drano under her eyes and drive her to the hospital. Which is, it, which is exactly what happened. And Now the argument they made, and I, I don't think they spoke to this particular psychologist who was involved in her case, but there was someone who's supposed to be a quote-unquote leading expert on this sort of disorder, um, said, you know, it kind of. Uh, to clarify my argument about the Hippocratic Oath thing um, was sure do no harm but is it uh, ultimately more harmful to allow someone to live a life where they don't feel like they can be their genuine self and self-identify or give them something that they want so badly um, that might actually improve their quality of life Uh, (laughs) to also um which wasn't the case in her circle of friends, I guess. But for me, if you know, this would be a huge slap in the face. If I was disabled or blind, like it is, it's, it's just crass to me. Like there are people out there who would, who are blind and who've never known any different, who I'm sure would love the gift of sight. Um, and it just seems a little selfish and self-indulgent for me to have someone be like, I've just, I've stared into the sun for enough hours in my life to know that this is who I want to be. Um, so yeah like I said it's her own prerogative she's her own woman you know good for her but the problem I have is with anyone sort of medically trained approving any of it
1: what do you guys think Brand Brandon I don't know that I can talk about this without offending uh, <laughs> everyone uh, that's how I was I really don't um, <laughs> there there are parts of psychology yes I am not a psychologist I I'm not qualified to speak about any of this stuff, but I don't really feel like anyone is. This is my only, even people who go to the most prestigious schools and things like that. Psychology is different for every person. So I think the study of it, and Brianna's boiling in the next room. Um, mm-hmm. I, th- I think the study of it is kind of uh, a waste of time only because it's, it's just different for every person. There's no brain is wired the same. Um, I, I think that, first of all, this person that poured, this Dr. This Dr. Drano, needs, mm-hmm. needs to go to prison. Yeah. Um, and definitely Dr. lose, lose any license that they may have, yep. because that's insane. Mm-hmm. Um, secondly, who... I don't care what you're... you're okay. If you're <laughs> born thinking that you shouldn't have eyes, uh, and you can't see... You're just there's some you you're really fucked up. Okay? You're just really <laughs> fucked up. Uh, uh, and like there's uh, that's I, that's what the psychologist needs to say. Someone <laughs> just needs a level. Be like, listen to what you're saying to me right now. You want me to pour drain? She she probably bought the Drano and brought it in and be like, pour this in my eyes. <laughs> it's 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 a terrible thing. It's so terrible. No, it's there's no disorder where people can be like, oh man, I really wish that I was disabled. I feel like I should have been born into a disabled body. What? No, that's not a thing. That's <laughs> well, never going to be a thing. Nah.
2: I have I have two rebuttals for you, but I I wanna.
0: <laughs> that's a condition, first of all. So, Brad, you were saying at the end there. Um, that some people are saying, you know, is it wrong for us to deny them living as their true selves, quote unquote, so to speak? Who said that? Um, <clears throat> that was more
2: or less the gist of it. Because um, uh, he was trying to make the argument where, like, this is certainly a drastic change and we don't recommend it for anyone who, except for the people who, whose lives are really suffering because they can't get over the hump of kind of imagining themselves in a separate, different, disabled mm-hmm. body. Mm-hmm. Um. So he, he was, yeah, just trying to make the argument, like, is it more compassionate to let someone live a life where they're going to suffer over this for <clears throat> the rest of their lives if something doesn't happen, or maybe, you know, initially cause that trauma, but then somehow improve their quality of life?
0: I, I think that his opinions on that matter are incredibly dangerous. Yeah. Um, this is a mental illness. So to me, with his line of thinking, then if you have bipolar or you suffer from depression, then you should be able to commit suicide. That's pretty much what he's saying.
2: I, uh, yes, I will More agree. Or less. I will and agree to be frank, and I'm,
0: I know that's, that's a tough, like, subject for a lot of people, and his opinion to me seems completely ignorant, and if I ever meet this guy, I'd like to tell <laughs> that to his face, because I think that he is setting an incredibly difficult tone. This woman clearly has a mental illness and a mental disease, and she needs some serious treatment and counseling and therapies and things of that nature to go with that. She does not need to be forced to go blind, nor does anybody else that might be, like you know michael jackson's disorder body dysmorphia you know it's it's not he shouldn't have to it's not okay for you to starve yourself it's it's just not it's not okay for you to you know cut yourself that's for you to like you know there's a difference between like gender identity and being like i don't like myself i want to die but this psychologist this person says i should be able to fulfill that that's bullshit that's not okay with me
2: can i yet again play devil's advocate here because As soon as I kind of wrap my mind around this, I was like, I take I a, a lot of exception to someone you know damaging their eyes so that they can live a genuine life, but then at the, on the same, <laughs> same sort of spectrum, like, I have no problem with Bruce Jenner cutting off his penis so he can live as Caitlyn Jenner. Um, I,
1: I, th- I feel that that's entirely different, because I mean, you were, in my opinion, when you were of a, 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 a transgendered person. Where you're born you're born and, and shit just isn't right. <laughs> I mean, like you're born and you're like, Oh man, I'm definitely not this way. You're 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 making your outside reflect what's inside. And you've always been that way. Now that's that to me, it's a it's a physical appearance thing. It's not it's it's show your physical appearance can match how you feel. At least that's how I think about it. This this instance is different. It's not like you know your your physical appearance doesn't change to match your inside. You're just literally taking away one of your senses. I yeah yeah, I mean you're, you,
0: completely
1: agree with you you're you're it's not you're, the same. you're burnt. You're you're just destroying your body for no purpose other than being. You know, how could you be born thinking that you should be, you know, less or or have less abilities? I mean, that's just not something you're born with. You're just just fucked up. I, mean, I,
2: <laughs> I will say, <laughs> very, very delicately put, um, I will say I, I, I caved in and watched the video shortly before we started this tonight. Um, and, you know, she seems to live a fairly normal life after this has happened. As normal as someone who's gone through something like this can live. Um, But at the end, you know, she did kind of make the point like, well, I'm really just hoping to get my story out there. So in case there's anyone else suffering from the disorder, they can hear my experience and take away from it what they can. However, I don't recommend that anyone blinds themselves. I feel like you should talk to a psychologist and see if there's another course of action for you. And maybe if enough people will get exposure to this story, more people will come forward and we'll have a better treatment than doing something like I did. So why the fuck did you do it? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know.
0: That's my point exactly. So that's that stupid expert that's supposed to be an expert on B I I D or whatever. Is, yeah. is His his points are ignorant, completely ignorant, and unacceptable. That's unacceptable and unprofessional. I think it's in the realm of right. psychology. It you is. are you are literally encouraging people to do harm to themselves. Yeah. yeah. Okay.
2: That guy is a scumbag. Just straight up scumbag. What would, I mean, what would have happened? Not to drag this on, but what would have happened if God, like, she had you know aspirated some of that Draino or something where she ended up dead like this is a big deal that's chemicals there's a lot of other potential things that could have gone wrong here Um, and I think she kind of just lucked out really thinking that you know this was going to work and it did Um, but geez what a gamble I don't know
1: does she has I didn't read the the article any further. Does she feel complete now in her? Oh in yeah,
2: her? she feels like she's lived. I mean, she has integrated fully into the blind community, and um, she did say that <clears throat> after they had initially done the drano in the eye, she went to the hospital, and they of course worked to save her eyesight. And when they sent her home, finally, she was uh, like overjoyed when I was. You know, couldn't see anything. But then I woke up the next morning and turned over, and I could see the TV again. And I was enraged. And so for the next six months, my eyesight went away slowly. And finally, I felt like I could live who I was truly, you know, meant to be. So there's. I that.
1: I have just no words for that. I just um, sad.
0: Yeah. <laughs> nope. Really sad. Um, she's not going to be getting any
2: directing jobs anytime soon. Let me tell you. <laughs> no. Definitely not.
0: Nope. She's not going to be one though, even though that that kills her. But uh. Um, so yeah, that's 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 definitely you know upsetting and, and tough to definitely think about. But obviously, you know what this woman did to herself, that definitely ain't right. Um, we don't think Emma Watson's you know right on her 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 feeling of sexism, um, and you know we definitely differ on what ain't right about the Gorm High School grinding situation. So um, to end on a lighter note, I don't know if I did want to just kind of throw out there with this with you guys. So I seem to be like the only person in the universe that is fascinated with the presidential race. No, I'm all for um, it. So I am now. I keep trying to get these these people on here to let us talk about it, but no, we can't yet. We gotta wait. We'll get Amanda to suggest it, and it might actually work. <gasps> you know what, Brandon? Yeah. Next
1: week we'll talk. About it. <laughs> I think I think next week, guys, we'll talk about uh, the presidential race <laughs> and candidates I... involved.
0: I will cut you. Like it will happen. You will Um, a sandwich.
1: Go over the eyes. I'm
0: going to cut you actually. So I suggest (laughs) Trino. I'll put it in your sandwich.
1: (laughs) I will probably still eat it. if If it's good.
0: Um, so I read this thing. So apparently Donald Trump. Yes. Oh chumpy. He's He's been dropping in the polls nah. um, as of late, even though he tries to like release this fancy dancing new tax plan and things of that nature, he's been dropping in the polls on the side of Republican candidates. Um, I think Hillary Clinton's falling a little bit. Bernie Sanders is gaining. But Marco Rubio, who you mm-hmm. know personal so he tends to be my my pick. I'd like to see him get the nomination. Um, he has been kind of surging, doing better. I think he's second or third right now. Um so he I guess I don't know what Donald Trump's campaign was was thinking but there. they sent him a a like a a care package Ruby on behalf right. of like Donald Trump and in it contained a 24 pack of Trump water bottles like you know like Poland spring water but like you know yep. with his emblem or whatever on it and then a pack of towels this is you know Donald Trump slogan or whatever Cause I guess he sweats a lot on stage when he's giving like speeches and stuff. And, uh, literally they said like, here you go, Marco, because you, <laughs> nice. you could use this. <laughs> like, like <to> okay. Me,
1: <laughs> best, best, best gift ever. Right. Like that is a slam dunk. Like if I if I were a huge Trump fan, I would be trumpeting that. Like I would have blasted that all over the place. I'm like oh what bitch, what are you gonna do about it, Rubio? Probably sweat.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Um, I I was like okay, listen. First of all, because I don't I don't think Donald Trump was gonna get the nomination. I kind of think he's an asshat for the most part. Um, go for it, man. Like campaign your campaign is a tool bag because this is gonna only make you look worse um i don't think but i'm sure i feel like you know marco rubio's campaign like i think he probably would like brush it off pretty pretty decently um Mm -hmm. it's like a joke or whatnot and um, apparently it was all in good fun according to donald trump um but that's i I just i thought it was was, i thought that was pretty funny can i just
2: go on the record for saying i love donald trump I do not want him to be the next president of the United States, but what he has done for the presidential election process is fascinating, and I think we really needed it. I love I love this yeah. whole like mean girls high school sort of thing we've got going on right now. He's called <laughs> Carly Fiorona, who wants to see that ugly face run the country? That is perfect to me. I love that. We need more of this. It grabs headlines, it gets people interested, and I think it's just hilarious. No one has expected him to be anything less than an asshole, and that's exactly what he's delivering, so I say go for it. Mail everything Everyone, everything you want Donald Trump you go Donald Trump
0: <laughs> you go Glenn <laughs> <Trump>. <laughs> he, he certainly is entertaining um, I and, love you know, it to, to be honest he's saying a lot of stuff that a lot of people are thinking right. you know
2: and, and, and I, think, I, I
0: think he he did he did bring to light the immigration problem yeah um, as far as he brought it to the forefront it's not like we were ignoring it or anything but he did like bring it to like the forefront more or less and made it like a topic of conversation um He's, 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 you know, he's crass. You know, you, you, slap
1: some, you slap some cream on that and burnish it up a little <laughs> bit. You've got a, you a decent candidate in some aspects. What you've got right now is a person who's got some good ideas, some crazy ideas that are all being delivered from an asshole. I mean, he's, there's there's things that he said to be like, oh man, I really wish that other candidates were saying <laughs> yeah. that. Because that's just right on point.
0: Mm-hmm. So if, okay, let me ask you the the very obvious question. So he obviously has some skeletons in his closet, like quite a few of them. Sure. Um, he's not the most, you know, professional-sounding person on the planet. If there were to come down to two people, so let's say, you know, in a theoretical situation, it was Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton, who also has a ton of skeletons in her closet, mm-hmm. um, who would you vote for?
1: I mean... I mean- <laughs> I know who you would vote for. Oh yeah, you do know who I vote for, but I can't go on record, Brianna. I can't go on okay. record yet because, uh, uh, yes, I would vote for Donald <laughs> Trump in that scenario. So I'm going on record. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. Um, I guess to me, it would really all depend on who is creating more director jobs for women in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, okay. I n- I need to know their platform for that, but I, I don't know. I, <laughs> I think, um. A little perturbed about the possibility of a trump presidency just because you it's you know it's fascinating for us because you know u.s politics is sometimes a joke anyway um so to have someone kind of make a mockery of it in such a public fashion is is funny to me but when you have a world stage and you're a major world leader like we are it's kind of hard for me to to imagine him saying like hey china open your fucking eyes you know like <laughs> <laughs> you know what I, I mean? Would,
1: I would fucking love that.
2: <laughs> I, I mean, I kind of would too, but uh, I don't know. I think that
1: might—I don't know. It would be hard. Those are, those are like the aspects of Ronald Reagan that were so sweet <laughs> that I would love to see.
0: Yeah, but Ronald like, Reagan was sometime, not. I think it's a poor example to compare him to Ronald I'm Reagan. I'm saying so that Reagan just was, that
1: instance, just that instance of saying, Paul Reagan what, never saying liked like
0: what's like, on no, your so mind for you." Yes. <laughs> I'm the, sure he The most aggressive did. he was, was Gorbachev ripped down that wall. Like, you know. We're going to build a wall. It's going to be Gorbachev, a great wall. Excuse me. Wow. I screwed up my history who, right there.
1: Who even disagrees with what Donald Trump said there with the wall on on Mexico? That's so brilliant. Like, it's, it's <laughs> I love like that. It? Is that what I'm going to build a wall and make Mexico pay for it. <laughs> I, I was staring at my screen because <laughs> the TV. I was like, wow, I've never even thought on those lines. Yeah. That is fucking awesome. <laughs> this guy you? is the man.
0: Okay, would you solely base for a candidate based upon the fact that they could be the first such and such? Like, Hillary Clinton could be the first female president.
1: Oh, God. I don't do the glass ceiling thing. That doesn't matter to me. That's because I am the the prestigious white male, so there are no glass ceilings for me because I've already been everywhere. Um,
0: yeah, you yourself, you you are such a world traveler. And you're so privileged. <laughs> <laughs> you exactly everybody. I don't think
2: giving someone the you know their inaugural shot at anything, whether it's the first black president or the first woman president, that's not enough to make me want to vote for them. Um, On the whole, like when Barack Obama was elected, like regardless of how I felt about him and certainly how I feel about him now, like it's a huge thing for a black person to be president of this country. Let's face it, regardless of whoever it was. um, So it kind of, you know, sweetens the deal a bit for me if that's someone who I agree with and they happen to, you know, achieve a milestone. But it doesn't mean that I'm going to vote for Hillary Clinton just because she's a woman and we need a woman president, you know.
1: Right, like, yep. like if if Hillary Clinton were to win, you know, great, we have a, we have a, a female president. That's that's that'll be a first. That's something historic and great. But again, definitely not like a. It's not like a thing I'm looking for. I'm not like we really need a female president right now because that's. I mean, it's not. We just need the right person for the job. If it happens Regardless. to be Hillary Clinton, great. Yep. I personally don't think so. But,
0: <laughs> I but don't great. either. But that's just me. all right, we'll just uh, throw some thoughts out there for a <laughs> possible uh, you know election Perhaps. <laughs> it makes me sad that politics has become a bit of a joke in our nation though
2: no, that's, I think it's exactly what we need It's very sad it's very it's uh, no, I think this is a great election term I, I I have I'm really excited about it to be honest
0: if it if it turns out if it if it increases voter turnout but like intelligent voter turnout, then I will be happy. But if it brings out the Wing bats than the mean? moon bats and the
2: yeah, bat
0: crazies. Bats. <laughs> then... uh Wombats, you know, people, isn't that what Carly Fiorona has? <laughs> 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 because it drives me nuts when people like will vote for <gasps> things. Like they literally will base their vote on one thing, whether it's a letter next to the person's name or I, I like the their chair. hair. I'm gonna vote for them. Drives. Oh, the well, people I've I've heard the phrase He's good He's better looking I'll vote for him Yeah I've heard that before That,
1: that worked out with uh, What was his name What was John Kerry's John Edwards That mm-hmm. worked out real well That guy yep. was a real peach
0: He's a gem
1: I peach. liked him I liked that guy <laughs> Oh cancer. I'm gonna vote for him He's good looking Well look what he did to his wife Yeah Oh yeah. you have terminal brain cancer I'm gonna cheat on you <laughs> Wow
0: And start a whole new family
1: so special place like i for people like him i believe that i really hope there is hell i don't even care religion not i hope there is just a like an eternal burning ember that he can just sit on for the rest of everything how do you even get to be that scummy of a person yeah that's pretty bad that is insane to me Oh, man. Yeah, I love you. Yeah, I love you. Sure. Oh, you got brain cancer? <laughs> <laughs> Look at this one.
0: <clears throat> Ashley Madison. Oh, my God. Ashley Madison. Oive. Well, on that note, um, <laughs> folks, we will probably wrap it up for this fine evening. Uh, so, yeah, again, once again, we're going to fly through the uh, places where you can capture us. You've got us on <laughs> uh,
2: Facebook. <laughs> Are we Pokemon <laughs> now? <laughs> Gotta catch them all. Cerulean City?
0: I don't know why (laughs) I said capture. I really have no idea. We're
2: on the run, basically, is what we're trying to Mm -hmm. say. You know.
0: It is what it is. (laughs) Um, Please like and share our Facebook page. We got a bootload of followers lately, so thank you guys so much. We totally appreciate that. We actually hope you're listening and really hope that you uh, can uh, comment on our things sometime. Um, Check us out on iTunes, Stitcher, WickedGoodNews.com. Yeah. And on that note, we will see you probably next week. Yep,
1: definitely next week, Pikachu. I choose you. (laughs) If we haven't been captured before next Wednesday.
0: Oh my God! All right. Expecto Patronum.
1: (laughs) What do you guys think your Patronus would be?
2: My Patronus would be. uh, Oh, that's a. That's a good question. Probably like a naked
0: woman. I don't even know rat. what Patronus is. Oh,
1: to see the woman.
0: Oh, Doesn't God. Know. Yeah, you're doing Cause... Emma
2: Watson no favors tonight.
1: Nope. <laughs> God.
0: Hey, I'm not a big fan of Harry Potter. We've been over this. Oh, wow.
1: Sometimes, I don't know. Yeah. I don't whatever. know about you know, the whole fantasy thing. It's just not there. Whatever. There's no, no interest.
2: No, none whatsoever.
0: I like Lord of the Rings.
2: Typical woman.
1: You like Lord and of the Rings. Transformers. You like Lord of the Rings and Transformers. And Batman. And Batman. Superhero
0: movies. All superhero movies.
1: And The Fellowship of the Rings. Uh, which which movie was The Fellowship of the Ring?
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was the first one? Is that first a question
1: one. mark or a statement?
0: That was a statement.
1: Okay. Good call. Okay. Um, well, you had a, like a 33% chance there. You, you did. I gave you high odds.
0: We're still, we're still recording this right now. Yeah, whatever.
2: Oh, yes, it's going. Uh, That's it. We oh, just yeah. want to leave this to the world before we get captured. Mm-hmm. <laughs> something, to re- something to remember. I don't know by.
0: why I said it. Shut up. Whatever. Fuck it. We'll do it live. <laughs> Fuck
1: it. We'll do it live. <laughs> I think my Patronus is Bill O'Reilly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> is that like spirit animal? Like yes. Yeah, basically, yeah. yeah.
1: Essentially, you summon it and, you know... Fucking, um, summon it staves off the Dementors. Yeah, the Dementors. Yeah, They'll suck In on that, that instead of my face. <laughs> In that case, we all know
0: who my, my Patronus is.
1: Wow. <laughs> we do, do we? So, uh... <laughs> so, Bill Belichick is your trump. <laughs> You're gonna summon Bill Belichick? You'd be like, expect a Matronum. And then you just summon the greatest football coach of... <laughs> Modern football history.
2: Well, in keeping with themes, I guess my you patronus would be Bill Cosby. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: and he would be offering Emma Watson some jello. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: yep, on that note.
0: <laughs> All right. Bye.
1: Bye. <laughs> oh,